Welcome back to another episode of Aspian Menopause. It's Wendy here. Today I chatted with Dave and Anne of Ahimsa Holistics. They are experts in crystals, autism, energy work, healing and more. And we had a fantastic talk today about Moldavite, Libyan Desert Glass, Menopause and more. Awesome. Well, thank you very much for agreeing to do this. It's wonderful. I was wanting to speak to someone about crystals. Thank you very much. We've used, I think about 20 years we've been working with crystals. Yeah. I've done some uh, volunteer work with our local borough, which was like a special needs group, but, you know, predominantly with autism. And uh, I used a little bit of sneaky EFT with them, as well as making their own little crystal things. They have like a natural ability and like of working with crystals. And affinity. The EFT, the guy we follow with EFT now, he's called Dawson Church. And he's worked with 4,000 Vietnam vets for free. And most of our anxiety comes from an electrical impulse. Yeah, you've been having acupuncture. What EFT does is tap the main junction points on your face. All the acupressure points. All the acupressure points, yeah. You have your Mm. triple warm right here. That's like an acupressure point. You've got hair between the eyebrows and your third eye, corner of your eye. Just blow your nose. All of these are acupressure points. Any anxiety. Individuals who have, mm. you know, particularly the autism spectrum, because it, it involves tapping and counting. And we're really good at doing that. Good at doing that. <laughs> yeah. 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 I used to use, you know, particularly on a karate chop point, you know, if your son gets stressed, you know, just to tap below the knuckle there, it's called a karate chop point, and just tap on that. And just an affirmation, like if, if he's stressed, you say, you know, even though I am quite oh. stressed at the moment. I wholly and completely accept myself. He's an affirmation like that. Yeah. This guy, Dawson Church, he's done uh, extensive research into what happens in the body with stress and relaxation. And your body uses the same two proteins, you know, from our nutrients to create fear and flight or relaxation and digestion. If them proteins are going into fear and flight, they're not working on your immune system and building your immune system up. And people who are long-term carers, like yourself, like yourself, <laughs> your immune system will become depleted because you're a long-term carer. It's for the people you're caring for as well as the carers. If you can move people into relaxation and digestion, funnily enough, yeah, this is why a lot of people who are, who are hyper-stressed tend to overeat because that, that digestion side brings that protein across to the relaxation side. Because what generally happens to us is, as you, as you know, in, in life, you know, people that you work for in your sort of your, your employment, you know, they monitorize stress. You're more used to them if you're working at a stressful level, like you're more productive, you're constantly in fear, fight and flight, and that's monitorized. So you don't often get an opportunity. I mean, we use a lot of spiritual practice in our life, like we use a lot of meditation. Mm. And uh, when you go into a meditative state or you practice regular, regular meditation on a, on a regular basis, we do it twice a day, you go into that relaxed state, particularly when you're breathing and, and stuff like that. So that's when the body goes into homeostasis. The perfect homeostasis is when your body does what it does itself. You know, like we breathe naturally. What that does is it, it, it can create the homeostasis that the body, body needs so it becomes, becomes balanced. Mm. So those chemicals will be diverted from using it the fight, flight and stress for work or for caring or for, you know, whatever you do in your daily life. As soon as you, you bring that down, those chemicals are diverted in, into what your body wants them to do, which is like to heal. 
it's calm and to heal. When you do deep breathing, what they found about autism and how to calm down is called Stephen Porges. They now recognise that if you deep breathe in your lungs, if you do this for about 10 minutes, you know, breathe in, breathe out to the count of six, if you can, not everybody can, then your lungs through the vagus nerve tell your mind you're relaxed. It's never been the mind controlling the body. It's, it's always way. been the body controlling mm. the mind. Wow. We've been taught through our education. It's it's all about, you know. It's mind over matter. It's, it's not. And there's more and more, you know, what's happening yeah. in the world at the moment, if you, you know, you may have seen people, Greg Braden, Dawson Church, you know, Deepak Chopra. What they realised a long time ago, you have to basically link the two, bring in the science and match it with the spirituality. You know, that now people can actually say, well, this is real. For instance, in the you know academic world, you have to be published to be of any value. Otherwise, they're not recognised. Mm. People like Greg Braden, who he started off as a geologist, believe it or not. Deepak Chopra was an endocrinologist. He's matched the science with the spirituality. You were asking about crystals. The way crystals work... If you looked at an MRI scan on, on a person, you would see we're permanently, we're always moving permanently in flux. Crystals emit a really steady beat and they have frequencies that touch different parts of your endocrine system. Like D Dave and I do, do Reiki. So you've got uh, green and pink crystals. They will help with your heart, like steady in the, and any crystals, if you hold them when you're meditating, will bring a calmer effect into you because you, you have chakras on your palms. You have the, the main chakras down the front of your body, but you also have chakras in your palms. If you hold crystals in your palms while you're meditating, then crystals will be emitting that steady pulse through the palm up into the body and the rest of the system. So does it matter which crystal you use? I've actually got a list of uh, things that people say one we you know, prepared earlier. One we prepared <laughs> earlier. The uh, the black black tourmaline is really good because it shields your auric field as well. And six inches below your feet, we have what is called an Earth Star Chakra, and that's what keeps us connected to Mother Earth. If you put the black tourmaline, if you have a piece of black tourmaline, put it between your feet and point a quartz to it, it will bring you bring you down naturally, and, and you can actually feel the change in your body as you're grounding. And that's what's in your son's grid. That's what's in his grid, black tourmaline's in his grid. Wow. Yeah. But any of the dark crystals, like hematite, and some of the uh, ones that are good for stress is lapidolite. It's got natural lithium in, so this is going to have a calming effect. And they suggest people who have uh, addictions, addictions use, use lapidolite because it's actually got lithium in Or in lithium it. quartz. Yeah. And that's another yeah. one as well. Right? Yeah. Sodalite is a, a really powerful crystal for calming your mind. It's mainly blue, but it has specks of white. And uh, you'll know more about this than me, but communication probably is one of the areas that you need to. Any of the blue crystals, so blue lace agate, yeah. throat chakra. You're looking at lapis lazuli, sodalite. the blue crystals. The Libyan desert works on your solar plexus chakra, and that's your creative centre. They found Libyan desert glass in Tutankhamun's breastplate. So it's been used by the ancients for, you know, for many, many years. And clear quartz is, is a powerful one as well. Moldavite, um, that helps bring up emotional things that need to be clear. 
What are tips for new people? Can they get the wrong one or can they use it in the wrong place? Do you know where the chakras are? If you use, if you always use the ones that are the same colour as the chakra, you uh, can't go yeah. wrong with that. Are your crown chakras white? Mm. Your third eye is usually violet, purple. purple. Then you go down to your throat chakra, blue. Then you go to your heart chakra, which can be blue, green, pink. Those quartz is Then you've got your solar plexus. Know, which crystals are best for that do you think well libyan desert glass citrine citrine any yellow and solar plexus chakra is basically where most people store all their stress you have it in two places you, you will have your stress stored in your solar plexus or in your gut so when people say they get a gut feeling or most people like you know feel that you know when they're getting stressed you know your solar plexus starts to it starts to ache you've got like the sacral chakra here and that's carnelian yeah. is pretty good for that an orangey crystal and then your root chakra is red. The more you learn about meditation and pranic energy and kundalini energy, you learn how to channel it. It's for good. You know, it's like in Reiki. You basically develop an essential sense where, where there's blockages in people's energy field. And you learn how to clear it because, you know, mm -hmm. to try and get the energy flowing freely. This is what the Ayurvedic system does essentially as well. It's all about, you know, diet, physical yoga sutras and, and the asanas and all of that. So what happens at menopause? Your sacral chakra yeah. will be out. Yeah. yeah, your sacral chakra will be out. But also just using very small crystals down your body of the right colours will help that. When you say using them down, do you mean touching on yeah. the skin? On yeah. your chakras, yeah. You know, we use a lot mm. of discs when we're doing therapy, so they don't yeah. slip off people's body. Or a flat piece of crystal that will sit. If you're in Shavasana, corpse pose when you meditate, when you're lying down, you can place... Oh, your... take one to yoga with you. Yeah, that's but it. also, if you want to do a chakra balance for yourself or for your son, if you draw, just draw a little body with round circles on a piece of paper for the chakras, that will transmit to the to the physical body of the one you've got the intent for. Wow. If you could draw a little, you know, just like, like an a, outline of a body. An outline of a body. Draw a circle yeah. where the chakras are, yeah, and put the stones on that. That will have just as much effect as lying down. Wow. We have like little chakra sets. It might be hard for you to get your son to lie down and put the crest. If you've got a full body photo, you can use a photo, mm. but also you can just draw a representation, put the crystals on there. But it's almost like you'll have a body map, the basic body outline. And an outline like that's fine. And then just draw circles on it where the chakras are. Yeah. And then place those crystals yeah. on that. And you, you might want to ask him if he wants to choose a crystal. To put on himself. So he's okay. petting as and well. And you will be see, amazed, you know, see, what he picks. Yeah, you, you will be amazed <laughs> because wow. the intelligence that they have with, with uh, you know, on the autistic spectrum is more than ours. Mm. They're more intelligent, but they haven't been taught to use it. Also, they're not very grounded and they have a lot of stress and it's difficult for them to incarnate on the earth plane. That is why you suggested black that's tourmaline. Right. Yeah. That's, that's the ground. Yeah. Like. Or uh, PMS, PMT. Moonstone. Moonstone or unakite. Mm. Unakite is a, a green and orange stone, and they're the best ones for. And if you um, – can you collect spring water from anywhere, or have you got quite natural water? You can use bottled water if you want. If you put the crystal in water, cleanse the crystal first, put the crystal in water – overnight usually in moonlight if you that will make a homeopathic remedy mm. you can sip you can't overdose it but the uh, pulse of the crystal 
which is very, very steady. Some of the research me and Dave have done, the um, atomic pattern of a Herkimer diamond, and it is really, really, the pattern of a crystal is so steady and so powerful. That's why it steadies us, because our endocrine system's all jiggling all the time. I do Qigong every day as well, and Tai Chi, and that keeps me grounded to the earth plane. Okay, those are two more tips. Yeah. Yoga's great. Yoga's great. But the last 20 years I've been doing Tai Chi and Qigong, because that seems to work more with electrical energy with me in your auric field. But if you can get your son to walk on grass and bare feet, that's one of the most powerful grounding things you can do, and that's free. Because we're electrical beings. Every, everything we do starts with an electrical impulse in our minds when we think, and we work in electrical environments, and we watch TV, and we're, we're on the PC. Surrounded by electricity. Surrounded. Oh, swimming in it. And the grid will break down some of this. Um, geopathic stress, you know, especially if your son is gaming a lot. It interrupts with that pattern of geopathic stress like, from the computer. Right. Just like from a phone, you know, you're getting, you know, sort of all sorts of terrible yeah. energy fields mm. coming from a mobile phone, mm. and when we use them all the time, you know, it was meant quite a few years ago now, but it seems to have been swept under the carpet again. But you know, it, it crystals great for interrupting those kind of, you know, sort of patterns. Have a look at uh, sacred geometry, like there's patterns in the universe that all play out. There's about seven different sets of sacred geometry, and they're all the same. That's where a lot of crystalline structure comes from. It's from mm. sacred geometry, like from Valor Melchizedek. I've seen the uh, Flower of Life. He brought the Flower of Life. He, he was a Vietnam vet. There's two books, The Flower of Life. When he came back from Vietnam, and him and his wife lived in the woods and played for five years because he just couldn't function. Comfort, you know, we've no idea what these people have been through. Yeah. And uh, and then he started getting visits from angels. <laughs> Moldavite, Libyan Desert Glass and Prophecy mm. Stone, they will open, if you want to open channels with different multiverses or universes, they, they, they will do that because for you. Because they're all impact glasses, they're all yeah. tactites that come yeah. from outer space. Libyan yeah. Desert Glass came down like Moldavite as an impact glass into the Libyan Desert. And there's huge sheets of it yeah. there. Like, and, you know, because what happened with Libyan Desert Glass is, it, you know, it was, it was on the meteor and it's almost like the way they detonate a nuclear bomb. A lot of asteroids will detonate about 200 foot above the Earth's crust, like, mm. and they'll explode. So there's not only the heat coming in through the atmosphere, but also there's a secondary explosion where there's even more heat and pressure. And it basically just fell into the middle of the Libyan desert mm. as a big sheet of an impact glass. Like. Wow. And that's also how Moldavite and all the other tectites yeah. are formed, you know. They come from asteroids, like, you know, come from out of space. Yeah, but people seem to be quite accepting about using the word angel. Angels, by the very nature, are extraterrestrial because they don't have physical bodies. One of the systems and users called Quantum Zeroid Interface, and that was designed by uh, an amazing guy called Professor Bill Nelson. He's on the autistic spectrum as well. What we do with it, we can look at people's chakras and meridians. We can actually see inside. And we're, we're just looking at frequencies. That's all we're looking at because emotions themselves have a certain frequency. You know, if you're feeling down or, you know, even your voice. And it can also look at it. It will help you find emotions that are causing you the most problem. It will pick up and emotions on the frequency. Trauma, like yeah. Then we use uh, trauma clearance with EFT. To work with the traumas that come up. Most traumas start between the ages of one and seven. Probably for your son, this it must be really, really traumatic. And what happens, early traumas then generate 
repeating patterns. So these traumas will carry on in different parts of your life. We use all sorts of things to suppress those traumas. I mean, I'm a recovered addict and alcoholic. So I used all those substances like a long, long time ago to suppress all my emotions. Like, I mean, I didn't particularly have a traumatic childhood or anything. I was never sexually or physically abused. I just couldn't cope with life. God knows what it's like, you know, if, you, if you're born, you know, sort yeah. of. Um, Especially for, I mean, at the moment now, people are, are aware of autism. But, mm. uh, you know, at one time, we, we people just were so confused. They didn't know what was happening. Yeah. But I, I think you're amazing. The, the, the autistic people I work with are very, very psychic. Dave's done special courses with autism where he was working. And they said that the first thought somebody on the spectrum will have is, I want this. Why Why do you not How give How come you it? don't know that? You know, I'm thinking this. So. Because they can read your thoughts. <laughs> oh, because they think that you should be hearing what they're saying in their head. That's right. Because they can read your one. thoughts. Yeah. <laughs> he actually does that. He comes home from school and he and I say, how was your day? And he goes, well, you know. You <laughs> <laughs> don't know. There's five more levels between that. This is a need I fulfil before it escalates. We work with crystal children. Indigo. Star indigos, children. star children. <laughs> there is a whole plethora of people out there who, and meditation is always uh, a good thing, you know, always a good thing. So just like breathing, just for, for 10 minutes, breathing in and slowly breathing down, do for 10 minutes, and then your heart takes over from your, your head. And your heart's got its own motor neurons. It's got neurons like your brain. But the ones in the heart are much more powerful and much more conducive to a nice society. And they found that from transplants. There was a, I think it was a young girl in America, and she had uh, the heart transplanted of a girl that had been um, murdered and not very nice things. And the donor child had her memories. That's weird. It is, yeah. And then the scientists started looking into this and they realised that you've actually got the same kind of neurons in your heart as you have in your brain. But the oh. heart is more intelligent. It's an intelligent That's, organ. Like. It's, it's a really intelligent organ. Yeah. Wow. If you have a look at some of the research on the vagus nerve, the vagus nerve is it's two two cords, two columns like from your from your medulla at the back of your head. And the one that comes from the brain into the body like does not have a, a, a melon sheath on it. It's not protected. Because it's not carrying an amazing amount of information, as, well, as far as the body's concerned. The one that comes back has a melon sheath on it. It's, it's got four channels. Far more like yeah. information. So the information yeah. that we're getting from our environment, and basically we're all connected with, you know, universally to everything. That information comes back from the body is far more important than what's coming from the mind. That part of the vagus yeah. nerve is protected with the melon sheath because it's more important yeah. that we have that yeah. constant information from the body so we can read our environment. You know, but fear and flight you know. comes from our reptilian brain. So then with the meditation or the breathing or slowing the breath, being more in touch with the body, then... The that... Your real intelligence is in your heart. Mm. It only takes about 10 minutes of slow breathing to actually... Or even less than that. If your son's stressed, if he's feeling stressed, just you probably already know, get him to breathe. Get him to breathe as, as, mm. as slowly as he can, just breathe. You know, tap if you can, tap his hand. That's one of the EFT points. And you can even count at the same time. You know? yeah. I told you about the Cambridge think tank. They believe autism is part of human evolution. But what they found was something like 80% of the boys born on the spectrum 
had some kind of engineering father or grandfather. Because, you know, it's believed to be, you know, the, the next evolutionary step. Yeah. <laughs> it's kind of our role to help them live on the Earth plane. Yeah. <laughs> They're much more telepathic than we are, which mm. means probably got a very overactive third eye. So sodalite would be a good crystal because sodalite okay. calms that. Not to close it down. Not just, to close it down. Just, just so it's palm not it. as open. Calm it. Yeah. Pineal atrophies into a piezoelectric crystal. Yeah, and that's where your tele telepathic. Uh, te yeah, it's a piezoelectric crystal, your pineal, which means it's sparking all the time, isn't it? Crystals are uh, transmitters and receivers. The neurotransmitters that go around your body carry all the, the signals. They're crystalline in structure. They're tiny, tiny, tiny little crystals. So when we use crystals on the outside, you know, it has a, an effect on your on the neurotransmitters as well, which are also crystalline. Yeah. So it develops the resonance. With yeah. them. Our bones are crystalline, our hair, teeth. We're probably more crystal ourselves than uh, uh, apart from the great amount of water. You're using the different kinds of crystals because those electro transmitters in your body they sort of vibrate at different levels the same as crystals do there'll be an affinity that's how you'd be able to feel the affinity when you're using certain on certain chakras for instance because if they resonate at a certain that's an eft point and people quite often touch that as well with the vagus nerve you see a lot of people you know especially you know sort of blokes that go like that and they're actually massaging their vagus nerve when you do that it's where you, your skull at the base of your skull if you run your thumbs very gently round it, it starts to calm you down. A lot of the yoga positions are actually working on these, these points anyway. It's quite painful, isn't it? Yeah. It's probably because you're quite tense. Just gently rub your thumbs. It's fascinating, oh. though, isn't it? All these things about it. They never told us this when we went to school. No. I'm going to show you a book I got recently, A Gift from the Stars. I'm from the Pleiades, yeah. What's it called, the book? A Gift from the Stars. Which is what Moldavite is. Moldavite and Libyan Desert Glass and Prophecy Stone, they're gifts from the stars. They are, you know, they're textile. Who's that by, Wendy, though? Elena Danan. Elena yeah. Danan. She's got a YouTube channel as well. I mean, she's she really lovely. She's yeah. lovely. She's like an ambassador. She's got a really beautiful, calming presence because she's also a druid, and I, I interviewed her she's last a week. She's a druid as well. Are you? We're, we're members of the Druid Order. We had friends who were Druids for ages. In Wales, we, we have a Druid festival every year. I Stedford mm. is a Druid festival. My QX system is supposed to be Pleiadian technology. I see lots of blue flashes all the time. I see shimmers down the side. I, yeah. so I haven't seen a shape. When I'm asleep, in my kind of, I'm not in a waking state because it will be too scary. Yeah, and I speak in a, a language they don't understand either. I don't think it's an earth language. Yeah. But we're into everything really, same as you are. Mm. You know, it's like the ancient, the ancient cultures, you know, that, that was where the crystals and yoga and Tai Chi, Qigong, that's where this all came from. And then futuristic, which is, I've always been a bit of a Trekkie, you know, they reckon Star Trek was channeled to Gene Roddenberry to prepare yeah. us for. When I had my child, it just, I didn't know he was on the spectrum and I didn't know I was either until oh. he was a lot older because it was just literally everything else had to stop. It was just yeah. day by day, minute by minute. Cause then I think I found my way to like the plants and the aromatherapy and definitely in the last sort of six months, suddenly it's like. It's come alive. 
the Flower of Life book, he shows you that it, the Flower of Life has been found in, in the bottom of the pyramids. That's where he found it first time. And then they found the Flower of Life in all cultures. So it belongs to the ancient dragons. And, and if yeah. you look at, you know, you look at the, you know, sort of the Druid system, the Celtic system in this country, you have the equivalents in Australia with the Aborigines, then in New Zealand with the Maoris, yeah. North American Indians mm. over in South American Indians, the Incas, the Mayans. They were all completely in touch with the stars and with the air. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yes. And they were, yes. they didn't communicate with each other. And they, they basically came up with the same ideas. Yeah. Which is incredible, isn't it? How does that happen? Like, yeah. Because there was a, there's only one of us, that's why. <laughs> yeah. Right. yeah. It's just we're taught we're taught to just see the external. And when when we're I, I've done a lot like going back into childhood memories and things, you know, to to with with EFT, you know, and it just bring brings brings up uh, memories and um I always thought I've got a fear of ghosts, you know. Mm. I always thought my dad and my brother frightened me. And when I did mm. EFT on it, I saw a picture of myself in a in a library when I was six or seven reading books about witches and ghosts. Wow. It was never them. Wow. Changed that picture, the fear goes. Mm. Interesting. I've never thought of EFT for those sort of things. So past, yeah, it's all to do with yeah, yeah. you know, you re yeah. you re yeah. you reinvent the story. Yeah. Yeah, you yeah. because you have an image. What what they do is they bring up the, uh, you know, like if you say with a Vietnam vet, you know, they bring up the, the battle trauma, they bring up the picture in the mind and then tap on it, tap on the emotion. And that emotion, because you're tapping major electrical junction points, that it subsides, starts to subside. Yeah. So particularly tapping. with really deep traumas, you just bring up part of it at a time. Yeah. You know, you don't bring all of it up. Don't bring the whole thing much these traumas and these feelings and these, you know, memories are brought up and they don't have a way to cope with it. Like, you know, what do I do? They want to have the cupboard. You know, with EFT, it teaches you what to do with them, partially or, or fully reinvent neural pathways. You take, go back to that child and bring in your adult self to protect it. Stuff like that. There's a million and one ways you can, mm. you can work with it. Yeah. What psychology was good at was bringing up the memory, mm. but it had nowhere to put it once what it do was we do brought with it? keep going on about the mind and the heart your mind's not that intelligent so when it gets the picture up it thinks it's happening now again yes yeah that's stress that's what happens yeah. with ptsd that we've okay. all got we've all got it you know? to, to a greater or lesser yeah. extent obviously. yeah quite often you'd uh, you know you'd have a, a teacher just had a go at you when you were a child and you're so small and so vulnerable mm, mm. we lodge them things and, and we think oh you know if we're lucky enough to have good nurturing teachers I had a memory from 10 months old come up and it was as clear as a bell. So even at that age, we're cognizant. And it was like, whoa, how on earth? Because that memory and that voice, it, it was of, a, of an auntie coming into a room and saying something to mom. And my grandma said, she's dead. And my auntie said, what do you mean she's dead? And that was as clear as a bell. Yeah. So this is what a child, this is what we absorb as children. The 12-step programme doesn't give you this all the tools to deal with that either so you have to progress and bring spiritual you know spiritual practice was the way that i found to use meditation and to use other therapies like not just talking therapies but eft you know quantum zeroid interface and mm. we've just been on a path for years you know and we keep on bumping yeah. into these people like like you you know it's like who's next in it 
Alcoholics have an enzyme deficiency in the liver, a coenzyme deficiency that means they can't break alcohol down. So when they drink it, it just pff, blows crave, the head off. Crave more. Okay, and that's why in in America we took uh, fire water to the Native Americans. Native Americans didn't have it in their food chain, or, or any indigenous, oh. the Aborigines, the Maori. Yeah. You know. yeah, interesting. But they can't break alcohol down. Fermented stuff is usually yeah. always there, like mead and yeah. beer and stuff. Yeah. But you know the distillery, you know distillery process. Distilled alcohol, yeah, they just got okay. Cope with it, like happens in any fellowship, we, unless you break free of that cycle yeah. and grow. Because Carl Jung knew what the solution was here and there, once in a while throughout history, people have recovered from alcoholism. But you know, using the spiritual, discovering a higher power for themselves. Like, the only yeah. people who recovered were people who had psychic change or spiritual awakening. Greg Braden, he's a geologist, he said that 200,000 years ago, there was uh, intervention in the human DNA. We came from apes. We were physically apes, but there was some kind of uh, outer world technology fused two of our chromosomes. Mm. That fusing gave us the power of speech and the power of compassion. Yeah. You know, we don't have the DNA that Neanderthals like. Mm. Neanderthals, to all intents and purposes, were a far more successful race. Yeah, they, yeah. they were bigger, stronger, they had a bigger mm. brain. So Lemurian crystals, they have barcodes down the side of them, and if you use them in meditation, they will impart the knowledge. It stores the Akashic records. Druids, I mean, I can't believe I'm speaking to two we, more. <laughs> yeah, we all are. Most of us are, because that, that was our the religion in Britain before. I don't know who invaded. The Hindu system is very similar to the Druid system. It had the same origin. It's all connected. And we're awakening memories and things all the time, aren't we? So you don't have to join to be to be one. I'm you are a druid. You've got the knowledge inside. I mean, we used to sell crystals in an indoor market. And all our customers and people we worked with on spot market were druids. In Wales, every year, they have a nice Deadford, which is the bardic ceremony, on the where all the poets and singers come. The overts are the healers. And then the real druids would uh, take 20 years to, to become, you know, their skill at oh. that time. Like Adrian. Can you not just go to the yeah. healing section? Well, of course yeah. you can. Of course you can. Of course you can. Then what are you doing now? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. But the druids were the seers that could predict the future and things like that. Mm. Genetically, I'm from Viking origin. They're the Nordic alien, very tall, fair hair. And blonde. And blonde. Blonde. Oh. I need to ask you for the podcast who your superheroes are. Have you got a superhero? Probably Deepak Chopra. Who else? So yeah. Deepak Chopra and Sakuri. And mine would be Christ and David Bowie. When I first met David, he looked like David Bowie. He does. Have you seen the uh, Mandalorian? Yes, the Mandalorian. Oh, wonderful. Yoda eating them. Frog Sacred eggs, frog eggs. <laughs> <laughs> Naughty little thing, the baby Yoda. <laughs> Thank you. We're around if you want to contact us yeah. or anything else. Yeah. Brilliant. It's been a wonderful, wonderful time. Thank you so much. I'm, I'm really, I'm just totally loving all the stuff we've got. And, oh, I was going to ask you, did you actually make these, Dave? No, we, no, we, we have a, 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 a guy in India in makes them for us. Oh. We've some in new India. ones, like on Wednesday. Oh. Oh, we've had the living desert glass put in these ones and all sorts. Oh, I might because I was thinking I kind of need ones. The high frequency one. This one is good for autistic, so that's that's really yeah. good. It's yeah. good for anyone, yeah. Good for anyone, it's really. General we work mainly with ascension crystals, okay. which open new chakras up. The therapy side of our business is about empowerment, giving people the opportunity to do things for themselves. 
It's funny though, because our physical ailments sometimes help us to evolve, don't they? You know, like we, Louise Hay, like what's it trying to say? What's the message? And yeah. Trying to say, yeah, yeah. Mm. And it's why we've done a lot of things, and it? it's why we did Reiki and all sorts of things. Mm. We then went on a course to do with the higher purpose of our system, which <laughs> is we, we help people remove obstacles that are blocking them from moving into their higher purpose. Whatever that, I don't need to know what people's higher purpose is. Mm. You know, and that's what we, we're more empowerers than we don't want people coming back every week having the same treatment because. Yeah, that's interesting. And I think in the Druids Primer, it talked about how if people have, oh, I'm probably not saying it right, but where people haven't got a sense of purpose. And then that's actually these days people are not in touch with the natural rhythms. And that's actually causing so much emotional, mental unwellness because people are out of touch. Well, of, what the higher purpose is quite powerful in it. We use it. Yeah, it's a spiritual program of action. It's a spiritual program of action, yeah. You've got to do, mm-hmm. it, do the work, some sort of, a lot of the work yourself. You have to do some yourself, yeah. It's like with EFT. It's, it's a very, very simple thing to, to use. But if you actually use it, it really does, it works. I did a two-year crystal therapy diploma course. And at the end of it, I still thought, oh, I'm not sure about this. <laughs> Until I started yeah. having crystals disappear in my bed and manifest somewhere else and things like that, because crystals are alive. I've had that. My crystal yeah. teacher told me that what they do, they uh, disperse themselves in your auric field. And when they've done the job, they'll appear back somewhere for you to have. Wow. Have you ever seen natural fluorite in its natural form? It grows in either a square or a diamond shape. It's like sacred geometry. Mm-hmm. And it, the guy who wrote The Flower Life said he had a, a square on his windowsill and it turned, it shifted into the rhombus style. Crystals are actually alive and thanks very much for your time as well. Yes, thank you so much. Thank you very much. Thank you, Anne. Thank you, Dave. Wonderful. Thank you. Bye-bye, Wendy. Bye-bye, Wendy. Bye-bye. You can find Dave and Anne at Ahimsa Holistics Limited on Etsy for your crystals, ascension products, things for autistics, people in menopause.